What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 153 of PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host for today, Michael Harridance. Uh, it's been a long-ass time since I've been in the hot seat, so to speak, but it's good to oh be back. Oh, my God, he's back this week. Yes, I am, yes. <laughs> no longer taking dollars in his G-string. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I missed all that until you filled me in, so you know I know why you kept laughing whenever I mentioned Jim. <laughs> Yeah, um, as you could probably tell, guys, we have Ben and Neil uh, uh, do- talking horrible, dirty things about me and Jim's and G-strings. Um, how are you guys doing this week? <laughs> Splendid. Thank Not you. too bad, thank you. Good, good to have you guys on again, although I would expect no less. Um, and last but not least, we have Gary, Gary Bagdasarov. Did I pronounce, did I pronounce right, comrade? You sure did, good friend. Good. I'm glad. How are you doing, Gary? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. How about you? Yeah, I'm good, dude. Um, like I said, oh, God, I don't want to say the word again in case G-strings come up. But yes, I've been to the gym today. Um, <laughs> I you, try... it, you don't think it's a good thing. Man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, can I add one thing, yeah, actually? I just fit port, Mike. Can I just add one thing? Yeah, sure. Go for it. If anyone listened to last week's episode, there was a lot of talk about the wrestlings. And I got three out of six right. I am a wrestling god. I mean, good work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ben made uh, three, got three matches from the Royal Rumble, right? <laughs> oh, right, right. Okay, I thought, just... oh, okay, I thought he was going Considering he knows absolutely zero about the wrestling and made them based on questionable decisions. <laughs> uh, not bad, right? Really. Like I think me, you and Gary Alpery, I think, got three right. Each yes. just three, so it's not bad. So you don't need to know anything to get predictions right about wrestling. There you go. Okay, well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, anyway, guys, it's good to be back in my hot seat again. I hope to be, um, like I said, I'm hoping to make this more of a regular thing now and hosting. Uh, and also, we're, we're looking to get some guests on in the future as well. Um, I think next week we should be having a, a rather special guest as well, but I won't say any more um, if it all works out. Um, okay, well, let's crack on. Um, obviously, I think um, we can't really start the podcast without mentioning the um, PlayStation 4's uh, s- uh, system software update 4.50, which is a wa- bit of a whopper, I think it's fair to say. Uh, chief among the later the updates that are going to be coming with this is, of course, external storage support, which I think is something that everyone's been waiting for since day one. Um, this excites me quite a lot because I'm constantly having to delete stuff from my PS4 all the time. I mean, fair enough. I've got a launch model 500 gigs, so I suppose, you know, it's not unexpected. But nonetheless, you know, it's good to do this because I, I do have an external storage device, and I found that quite useful with the PS3 in particular. Um, but it does so, have uh, to have USB free support, uh, but it can yes, go up to yeah. eight, eight, eight terabytes it has to be EX fat formatted, uh, but you can format it using your PS4 as well. So, um, so yeah, if you if the, the hard drive isn't formatted correctly, you can do it. But that means any data on it you will lose. So make mm-hmm. sure you back up the information before you uh, format your hard drive. Sweet, cheers for that, Ben. Um, I mean, yeah, um, so don't kill me, Sony. <laughs> so, um, guys, I mean, you must be quite happy about this, I imagine. I, um, applause all around. I mean, Ben, obviously, you know. Um, yes, I'm pro- really looking forward to this. <laughs> Shifty eyes. Shifty <laughs> eyes. Um, <laughs> but, um, I mean, Gary, are you likely to use this at all? Oh, hell yeah. I'm stoked for this. I mean, two terabytes is just not enough when games are 50 gigs each and then with all the patches they can easily reach 60 to 70 gigs sometimes yeah. um 
Yeah. And that's, that's just ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. So I am excited for it. I used the external on my Wii U, and it mm-hmm. works wonderfully. Um, I might even just use the same one on, on my PS4 as well. We'll see. Um, but yeah, 8 terabytes, I'm totally down for that. I'm very stoked for this. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> tired of constantly having to change out the hard drive on my PS4 and delete stuff all the time. And then my friends come over and they're like, oh, let's play this. And I'm like, oh, shit, I deleted it so I can make room for this yeah. pack. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. My, uh, my mate Tim, um, he bought that totally perverted Senran Kagura game. I'm sure you know the one I'm on about, the one with the girls with the ridiculously sized breasts. And the more you fight yeah. them, the more their clothes come off. That's um he that's his game for playing around here and I deleted it once and he was like oh can I play that I was like oh yeah sorry I deleted that <laughs> he's like yeah <laughs> obviously very upset because he can't stare at boobs all day yeah that's it yeah that pretty much sums him up but <laughs> surely he has access to the internet <laughs> yes he does but that's not enough for him <laughs> believe me um <laughs> so um yeah Neil I imagine you're um quite you're happy about this as well. Oh yeah, I mean it probably bothers me less because I've made do on five hundred for a while and uh, yeah, me too. A lot of people yeah. wonder how the hell I managed that, but I have managed it. You know, yeah. I, you know. And considering you know the, the sheer volume of games I've got in my library, but yeah. having reviewed so many, it's you think that yeah, but you know a lot of them are absolute shit. I will never touch again. So yeah, you just not such a problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and to be honest, internet's good enough here that it's not such a problem. You know because can download even the bigger stuff just like an amount of hours if i really want it and anything i really want is on the system usually because but yeah i mean obviously there are people out there that want to have everything and that's that's cool it's good that there's an easier way of doing it now yeah of course we um of course i i don't i didn't i failed to mention you know obviously some people like they're, they're heavy on like movies and stuff and tv shows as well or whatever i don't have you know i don't have any of those so um i mean as someone who's like taking you know using their ps4 for kind of everything you know as an entertainment but device don't think so you can really quick. do that anyway with ps4 i don't think you can download tvs and you stream it normally from the playstation store do you can you not download movies at all i don't think so not yeah you can. if you buy a digital copy you can yeah 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 the digital copy was just a streamed version well mine takes up space if you use really it. yeah mine too because i've got the mum i've got um a couple on there for oh. mummy and a few other things yeah so um oh well didn't know that well i guess yeah, yeah. Yeah, so obviously people who just yeah. eat that stuff up there, they obviously take up a lot. This would be a lot yeah. more. Available. And plus, you know, people make videos for a living and stuff, and yeah. that, they take up a lot. And photos. Yeah. You'll have I mean, to I... transfer those uh, yourself, by the way, because only games are automatically installed. Yeah, is that. So. Uh, All right. Other files are still saved on your internal PS4 hard drive. You'd have to copy them over. Oh, okay. So, like what? Like save files? Yeah, save and files, photos... Up. All that lot is still on your uh, internal PS4 hard drive. The only thing that's actually uh, on your external is your games. So wait, uh, so how would it work then? So say I want to play a game that's installed on my external hard drive, I yeah. have to plug it in to play it? If you want to play it, yeah. Do you mean the game? Because it's stored on the hard drive. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Okay. The game itself so, is stored on the hard drive. It's all installed on the external hard drive. So how would it work? So if I buy the game, right, and yeah. I download it on my external hard drive, yeah. can I then take my external hard drive to my friend's house, plug it in, and have him play the game? From what I can tell, I can't confirm this 100% hmm. yes, but you will need to log into your account to play it. Yeah. So it's yeah, still going to my account. Okay. Yeah. 
it'll be linked to your account and you'll have to log in to online to boot it up and then you'll have the license key for it for I think it's what 24 I don't know exactly because uh, you know the current license key where you have to do it with the you know, if you buy it you know, download off of you know, play a friend's game uh, yeah it's the same thing as that it's basically you have to log into your account to license it and then maybe you'll be able to switch over to your friends I don't, if you make your account a master account maybe on his well, that sounds, that sounds like a lot easier than doing it the way you do it now. you got to log in on your friend's PSN yeah. or your PS4 on their PS4, yeah. re-download the game just so you yeah. can play it. I remember, if need be, I don't know, I don't know how, if this, I'm sure the saves will transfer over, but if need be, you can always just upload it anyway you know, to the cloud and just download it when you get to your friends. Yeah, you the, the cloud files. doesn't have too much space, though. That's the problem. Two gigs. Yeah, mine is full. It's <laughs> <laughs> wow. like two yeah. gigs, man. Uh, yeah, mine is full. Mine's very full, to be honest. <laughs> it's all Witcher Three stuff. Mine was the <laughs> uh, limit. Uh, what's it? A uh, little break. Little Big Planet Three beta, which was uh, one point five gig for the save file for that. Blimey. <laughs> <laughs> my PS4, um, the whole my PS4, I'm um, suffered in terms of hard drive space. It wasn't the games; it was just those bloody Warfare the videos. I would say it was like, oh, that's a sweet kill. I'm saving it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd say that. I've, <laughs> it got, just got, I've got about a hundred gig of Final Fantasy screenshots and videos. My God. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so I moved quite a few of those to my external hard drive. Um, well, you know, just save them to uh, a small one that I had for a while. So. Had to get rid of him, but yeah, um, yeah. Moving on, we've got um, obviously that's not the only thing. That's one of the biggest. We got uh, um, 3D Blu-ray support for PlayStation VR, which doesn't mean anything to me because I don't have PlayStation VR. <laughs> but I'm sure that'd be quite interesting for people who have that. Um, I I, I have a VR, but I have to wait for the firmware's with shifty eyes. <laughs> Fair enough. Then custom wallpapers as well. Um, yeah, I'm still happy with my Uncharted 4 wallpaper, to be honest. I've still got that. I love it. <laughs> I like the noise it makes. It's very um, soothing. You know the ones, I'm sure. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah. Uh, although I wouldn't mind that Resident Evil 7 one that's going on. Oh, around. man, the music on that actually just weirds me out, the Resi one. What? Really? What, is yeah. it the... I like love a, it. Yeah, it's a music box style of music. And just oh. ah, leave it going long enough, and it's just like, ugh. <laughs> oh, sweet. Okay, fair enough. By the way, uh, if you do do a custom background, you can have custom animations and cut. Well, not cut custom mish. We can have different mm. colors for the menus. You know, when you go to the settings cool. menu, it goes blue. Yeah, you can change it from all different colors. Of course, I've heard this from the great block writing, and I didn't know this. So I've done it myself, and I don't have a picture of Malalafel bending over blowing a kiss as my main background. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Fair enough then. <laughs> Um, so yeah, obviously another thing that they confirmed as well is, um, PS4 Pro boost mode as well, which should be interesting. Um, I don't have a PS4. I wish I could talk more about PS4. You don't have a PS4? No, I don't have a PS4 (laughs) Pro, I was going to (laughs) say. I don't have a PS4 now, I've been lying all this time. (laughs) Um, So this is where you get your reviews, Scott, you've just thrown the dartboard, aha! Yes! (laughs) I don't have PS4 Pro, sadly. I would, I like to talk, I would like to, um, experience PS4 Pro, but sadly, I don't have it yet. Um... There was um, there was something that interested me on VR, a Titanic VR game that looked quite interesting. But I'm just a titan- kind of a Titanic nerd, so I really I um, hope that does get funded. That was just I just put that out there just quickly 
So um, no one else is probably interested in that. But yeah, that looks interesting. Uh, so no Elite Four is the latest game that's going to use PS4 Pro. So that looks good. Um, I will be reviewing Sniper Elite Four. Um, I heard so the game has it. sniper rifles and it is good. Yes, it does have sniper rifles. I can confirm. I uh, I did preview the game back in se- in December. It does have sniper rifles, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, um, that that was that's pretty much one of the biggest um, stories that's to come out of um, the last week or so. Um, we can always go over something later if something pops up if you want to. But um, shall we uh, get on to what we've been playing now, chaps? Yeah. Our main yeah, highlight. Sure. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll go since I'm hosting. I'll go last. I think so. We we'll just go around. We go Ben, Gary, Neil, me. Um, okay, Ben, do you want to kick things off, then, buddy? Final Fantasy fourteen, Warframe, and here comes a new challenger. Uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Wild Rave. I mean Wildlands, in which so far I've fallen through the wild graphics. <laughs> Did you say Wild Rave? Yeah, go check the video oh, I posted on uh, Slack. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, um, so far, I've fallen through the graphics. I've had a, I've stopped a pedestrian <laughs> to steal their car, and they've actually jumped out through the windscreen instead of coming out the door. Um, oh, dear. Never let Ben near your game developer. <laughs> he will break it. He will break it. <laughs> I've had AI that just disappear after trying to say they'll help me. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll, go, we'll come help. And then they just poof. And then I've also had the bit where the sky goes purple in like a disco oh, wow. rave. It's amazing. Um, but so far, I've been really enjoying it. Yeah? I'm starting to think your PS4 is like a debuggy event. <laughs> you got shipped in a box. <laughs> I thought you said a demon for a start, but that would make sense as well. <laughs> is the game... Um, it's open world, isn't it? Ben? Yeah. Four-player pl- uh, four open world. Is it like... Does that work for Ghost of the Economy? Is it as good as it sounds? An open world kind of thing? Does it... You know, is it enjoyable? I mean, it's the world's... Ma- well, at least the, de- the beat is massive. This it is fun, though, with friends. Oh, on yeah, your own, the AI is a bit questionable, but... Yeah, uh, it, it's right. a bit dull, to be honest, on your own. It's, uh... it's built for more play- more than one player, then, you yeah. say, yeah, to get the most out of it. A bit like Destiny, really. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it definitely is... I've got a few friends who'll be buying it, so I'll probably be buying it day one. Uh, but yeah, it does look it, it is interesting. I'm really looking forward to it now. Nice. Um, what uh, like in the beta? Are there missions you do, or is it just a free roam thing? You can do yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, there's main story missions and the side quests oh, and right. other things. You can upgrade stuff as well. You can upgrade your squad and all right. all does that, that carry over to the final game? No, though? it will not cover it. Ca- oh, okay. Over. No one seems to do that anymore, do they? I remember you in betas that used to. Oh yeah, if you do this, you'll unlock it. You'll carry over to the final game. But not many people seem to do that anymore. You I've will noticed. unlock stuff in the main game though if you do play it. All oh, right, okay, uh, but not enough. the actual content you want. So I mean, you, you, there's quite a bit of content. Not a huge amount, but there's quite yeah, a decent amount. There's about three or four story missions. There's like five or six side missions. Oh, so, right. uh, but you will unlock a llama T-shirt and a hat. A hat, <laughs> a Bolivia hat, Bolivia. which to be fair oh, though, right. I have my character in like a backwards baseball hat, and t-shirt, and stuff. He is perfect for the Ghost Recons. He's, oh, he also okay. got uh, an. Eye, I was going to try and make Snake, so I was giving him an eye patch uh-huh. and all that. And then I realised you can have a full mask over the top of it, so he's got a full mask with an eye patch on, so you can only see through one eye. And so anytime <laughs> he gets a call from his head, yeah, you know, all I can imagine is anytime he gets a mission breathing. All they yeah. hear is because he's got the mask on. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't take it off, so you know. 
I just expect. So it's like listening to Bane and Batman have a conversation <laughs> in the third Batman movie. God's not <laughs> Pretty much. And that's why I thought that is perfect for someone who has to espionage. Brilliant. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, and I, do, I still have to play with you, Neil, before it ends. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow morning it ends. Thing is, I've done all the story stuff, and I'm thinking, well, I'll probably be the one reviewing it. So, do I want to carry on playing it at the same time? Oh, you're reviewing it, are you? I think I'm down for it. Oh, nice. Because I think JP was ill one, but I think time might be his problem. We shall shall see. But I'm, yeah, just in case, yeah, I'll probably leave it just because I don't know how many much in terms of legs it's got. I think. Yeah. (coughs) So far, the glitches are the funnest part. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I remember Ghost Recon. Um, I remember I've only played one Ghost Recon, but I remember it was the first one I got for it was uh, I think it's Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter, the first one. And I got that with my Xbox 360. I really like that game. Boo um, I Xbox! How... I mean, wow, yeah. Wow. Sorry, no. It's just it was. I remember it was one of the first ne- um, next gen games that I played. It's stuck in my mind. That's why I remember it's an enjoy really enjoyable game. But um, is this like is this really different compared to those ones? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's if you want to describe it, yeah, it's like a very light version of Armor, which is the uh, giant war simulation thing on PC. You know what it kind of and reminds me of, actually? What? Metal Gear Solid Five. I was about to say, and yeah, it's a bit, a bit, <laughs> ah, a bit Phantom right. Pain, but a bit yeah. Watch Dogs. Yeah. Too, and Watch Pain. <laughs> watch Pain. Watch the pain. So avoid it at all costs. <laughs> Gary, <laughs> <laughs> but what about what about my, my version, the Wild Raves? I like Wild Raves. That sounds awesome. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm curious about Ben. Anything else to add at all? Uh, so we're enjoying the Final Fantasy. Yeah, Final Fantasy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. My podcast, Phoenix Radio, Moogle Go Around Radio. Check them out. Yeah. Well, not my Phoenix Down Radio is not my podcast, but I'm on it. But you know. Go check out phoenixdownradio.com. Sweet. You, um, so, um, do you want to, shall we move on to Gary now, or are you, um, do you have some, something else to add at all? Oh, no, I'm fine. I think oh, that's, cool. Okay, I mean, three games, that's a lot for me. That's a whole <laughs> one more. <laughs> okay, okay Gazza, take it away, mate. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I've been playing uh, Neo, uh, which I reviewed for PSU, um, Go check that review out. Um, playing playing a lot of that. Uh, gonna have a lot of content for it. Come launch day on Tuesday. Uh, so stay tuned for that. I heard it's um, like Dark Souls, but not like Dark Souls. Well, someone compared it to Call of Duty, so I don't know. Wow. <laughs> um, My brain hurts. I'm gonna go AFK. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, it it is kind of like it's it, well. It has kind of, I guess you can say the difficulty is kind of like Dark Souls, but I compare it more to Ninja Gaiden's difficulty than that, than Dark Souls. But yeah, great game. Uh, probably the best one so far this year, in my opinion. Um, one of the best of the PS4 generation, for sure. Um, you can just tell they, they put a lot of time into the game, which makes sense since development started in 2005. Um, so it's been a long time coming, but yeah, great game. Uh, I recommend it. Um, what else have I been playing? I've been playing uh, Dragon Quest Eight on my 3DS. Still very much enjoying that game. Um, 
completely forgot how hard that game was. Um, very difficult, very difficult game. Um, let's see. I have also been playing. I did finish Resident Evil Seven. Uh, I played a little bit of it again Woo! a few days Sorry. ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm kind of like you right now, Mike, where mm-hmm. I want to wait for all the DLC to come out first and then yeah. jump back into it. Yeah. Um, because then like just go through all the DLC and it'll, it'll be like a second game pretty much, and then go yeah. through. The- Game again to be, to be honest to be honest with you gary a lot of that dlc um as should have been in the should have been in the game at launch a lot of people saying especially the one that's just come out there's no reason why they um couldn't have included that in the game so but yeah um I, I, I thought exactly that when they announced it's coming out a week after the game releases i'm just like what <laughs> like yeah, so exactly. it's done you just don't want to include it in the game yeah, because, you know, the, fact, the thing about Resi 7 is um, there's not much stuff after you complete the game initially. So this, this obviously, this has like a wave-based mode in something else as well. That would have been perfect. So, but, you know, at least it's, it's out now, at least. And it's, it's good content, apparently, as well. So it's um, the, the post-launch content lineup does look really good. So I'm excited for all of that, especially that three-story chapter. Sorry, anyway, carry on, dude. Sorry, I'll, I'll probably go into all this when, I, when it comes around to me. <laughs> Another fun. Um, I I tried to play the game in VR as much as I can, um, and I love it in VR, but it, it becomes too stressful. All right. Yeah, so I I kind of have to stop after a while. Um, I, I think it's because you can control it with the analog stick, right? But you can also yeah. look around with with your head. That's how you like aim your gun and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember because I I tried the demo in VR. Don't you? Isn't when you turn, aren't there way you sort of turn in thirty degree increments or something like that? Is that right? Uh, that, like, kind of, kind of. My biggest problem with it is like when I like one of the molded come at me. Yeah, I always try to aim with the right analog stick because I'm so used to it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I turn my head, and all of a sudden, like it's just all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, it's um, yeah, because you, you know, like you said, you you aim just by looking, right? Looking where you want to shoot. Yeah, and it's yeah. so much easier doing that than the right analogs. I get headshots all the time. I bet, I bet that's, that, that, that sounds so awesome, that does. That sounds really intuitive. I bet it's just, like you said, getting used to not using the R2 button or whatever to fire because you're so used to it. No, you can still, you still use R2 to fire. Oh, sorry, sorry, not, yeah, sorry. To, to, right aim, to aim, sorry, yeah, to aim, I meant, sorry. Yeah, to pull your yeah. gun up, yeah. yeah. You really have to get used to it, and if you do both at the same time, it just drives you nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, it just becomes a little too stressful the sound design as well is, is too much especially if you have like the good headphones on uh-huh. i guess it's it's the feeling that with the headphones on you can't see and you can't hear anything else around you yeah so it's the fear that somebody will come into my room and just stick around with me while i'm playing the game oh <laughs> <laughs> um, that- Where's my little Ethan? I'm going to squash you like a bug. <laughs> yeah, Hold if, my here, man. if my friends are over, I, I'm definitely not doing that because I know they're going to be for sure. Uh, sorry, man. Be, sorry, it's just Jack Baker has spawned a thousand memes, I think. He's the quotes that he comes out with are just gold, gold dust, man. I love it. <laughs> nice car, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a, he's a good character. I like that character. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, I like. I, I think he's freaking awesome. <laughs> he's really. I, 
I do have some problems with him and, and mostly the game. Like there are some, obviously there's problems with the game for me at least, but well, uh, I'll tell you what, I think it'd be better when, when I come, when it comes around to me, if you come, we're sort of like coming, I mean, obviously Neil could join in too. I don't think Ben's played Resi seven, but if you want to like, we, we can sort of d- discuss that when it comes around to me. Cause I don't want to take your, like your little chunk away right now. So um, if you want to join, join, join me on that when it comes around to me, if you want Gary, cause I'm interested to hear what you, um, to, to chat oh, to yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah for cool. sure. Cool. Oh. Um, cool. Any anything else, in, dude? Um, no, no. I think that that's that's really all I played. I, I kind of watched a lot of uh, horror movies over the weekend, especially nice. yesterday and the day before. Well, saw well, some some really good. I, I saw uh, the documentary of Slenderman that HBO did. Oh yeah, uh, Beware the Slenderman. Surprisingly, very good. Um. It's kind of hard to do a documentary on a fictional character, you know, but yeah. they they did a pretty damn good job of it. Um, yeah, I watched uh, the, the new Blair Witch Project that came out. Uh, surprisingly good movie, actually. Wow, it was a um, new Blair Witch Project? Yeah, they, they released a brand new Blair Witch movie. Oh, cool. Uh, I knew actually, there was a new Ring movie, but not Blair Witch. Yeah, it came out last year. It's actually surprisingly very good. Uh, the ending oh, cool. as well is, is actually pretty pretty damn well done. And I watched uh, a movie that's kind of been talked about a lot uh, recently yeah. in, in small circles, uh, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. Very, very well done movie. Very well. It, it takes an old story and makes it refreshingly new. Um, very surprised at how well they, 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 they handled a lot of the, the themes in that movie. So, yeah, been, been a good, good, good weekend for me. <laughs> I wish I was there, Gary. It sounded awesome. <laughs> hey, I invited you to come to America and hang out with me, but you don't want to. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I wish I could just hop on the plane and travel a few thousand miles at the drop of a hat. But if I lived up the street from you, I probably live. I probably wouldn't. I probably like get stay at your house permanently. <laughs> Pizza and video games every week. <laughs> yeah, we can go to the gym and pump iron and yell at each other all the time. <laughs> staring at each other just lifting weight (laughs) yeah punch a few boulders like chris (laughs) (laughs) oh dear i'll never go over that seat that'll be the challenge yeah can we get some boulders in here we got to test it oh brilliant um thanks for that dude um uh okay um neil over to you sonny uh-huh, and I'll probably keep my Resi 7 stuff short as well, because I'm sure I'll wade in when you do yours. Yeah, exactly, so. we're just all waiting on that. Yeah. yeah, basically, I finished it a second time, and Naps will be the last time I touch it for a while. Not out of any bad thing, just I've I've had my fill for now. Yeah. Uh, like most Resis, I'll come back to it at a later date and yeah, try yeah. again, again when the DLC is out and do the stuff. Good thing, noticed a lot of cool things the second time around, though, yeah, based on what you learn from the end of the game, so... It's it's cool just seeing how certain conversations play out, and you think that makes sense now. Okay, I get this. That's cool. It's yeah, like, I know what you. I think I know what you mean there, definitely. And certain yeah. certain files you pick up as well, and photos and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you, like the um, early stuff, where you know the things that are said to you, and it's just like, ah, okay, I see, I see, like that. Yeah. And it's yeah, it's yeah, still very good, I believe. So I'll say that much. Um, other than that, uh, let's get the dross out of the way. Play, <laughs> play a game called Divide for review, which, yeah, it's just, it's 
kind of a, an adventure game in the point and click sense, but not. It's you can shoot and stuff, and it's like in an isometric sort of viewpoint. You play some guy who's now dead wife has had some hand in some weird technology that means he ends up somewhere far from home when he gets delivered to him some sort of dystopian future by the looks of it and yeah it's interesting concept kind of looks cool in places you know with the isometric view but it's just the the voice acting's a bit uh, and the voice acting is accompanied by little pictures of the characters doing like in in still frame animations of what they should do expression wise Oh, right, yeah. And they look so bloody naff. It's terrible. <laughs> and the game opens in such a, a twee, sweet way. As well. I mean, they, they do like a, a flash-forward scene at the beginning, and it's like, oh, this is happening. This is what happens near the end of the game. Oh, look, this cliffhanger moment is happening. And, which, yeah, not great, not big impactful at all. And then it just cuts back to the present day, and this guy and his daughter just having a normal day as they go to meet his former work colleague of his wife and yeah, a train station. And it's just, yeah, it's just sappy cliched and cloying and oh, I just don't have the desire for it. Or <laughs> There's too much of that already this year. It's like as much as I enjoy playing games that are a bit rubbish. This isn't quite rubbish enough. It's just dull. And... So it's, <laughs> what would you rate out of one to planet 2000? You know, Interesting, you say that about Planet 2000. I'm the highest rating for that game on uh, on Open Critic. Oh, I think wow. someone someone gave it one, and someone else gave it 0.5. Like, <laughs> someone literally said, "Oh, it's the worst thing I've ever played." And I go, "My friend, I have things to show you." <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> this is this is, <laughs> this is probably in the top five. But yeah, it's not that bad. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for taking that off my hands, Neil. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much been my role the start of this year has been <laughs> let everyone else have all the juicy stuff and I'll do all the, the dross. And, uh, and I'll never let Planet 2000 go away until it gets uh, released. I guess. Yes. <laughs> Not the that only game, game's done that either. It, that few... game could have quite easily come out from a PS2 launch, I reckon. I, I think it would have been slated then. You know? yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just mean like the look of it and stuff, the visuals. Is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think as Aaron point, as Ashley pointed out, that the uh, the ships in it are just directly ripped out of Wipeout. It's just, but oh. they don't. Yeah, just, they don't move that way. But yeah, it's a a lazy, lazy job. But the story, the whole porn story behind it, is quite cool in terms of finding it, finding out that it, it's you know, financed and produced by a former porn star, and the, the girls in it are porn stars. It's like okay, that that was. I thought I recognised one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Google search them at all. What are you on about? <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, um, Divide isn't that bad. No, it is pretty much run of the mill. Yeah, it's all right. Not great. Not bad. You can see good ideas, but not enough to see it over the line, and probably shouldn't have been a bit so adventurous with it. If they took away those little images of you know, the characters when they're talking it just it would make a lot better it just make it more tolerable to hear the dialogue delivered without seeing cheesy pictures of a guy shrugging like he's you know, in the sims or something you know in the 2000s it's just oh terrible but you know 
that's as bad as it gets this week. Um, played the new Hitman bonus mission, which is a return to Sapienza while there's a festival going on, which is quite cool. Yeah, oh, nice. Yeah, so it's basically you have to kill a a, form, you know, a, a corrupt politician, guy, which is uh, very timely. Um, so, yeah, it's, it was a good cathartic uh, little return to that mission. And that area is just still, you know, <coughs> two new things with it, just a, a little shuffle here and there with the setup of the level. And it, it's, yeah, feels like a little fresh section again for that, which is cool. Yeah, I was quite happy with that. Um, and I've started, I now that Resident out of the way, I, I've given The Witcher 3 another shot, which is, yeah, it's getting the fallout free treatment of, yeah, I'll keep thinking I'm done with it, but I'll, I want to like it. I want to. Oh, is it not, is it it. not your sort of game then? The no, no, it should be. It is, like I said, oh. I've said this with this and um, Bloodborne, the games that I should, by all rights, love, but no, something just, I bounce off. And it, this time I thought, well, I don't know. I just, I think it's mainly because um, there's a guy called Miracle of Sound who does like game-based music yeah rock music and he does you know he's like a one-man show sort of thing and his stuff's just so good i love his songs about the witcher 3 even though i don't care that much about the game and it's like and that's pretty much alone has convinced me to go into it because it's like i like the look of what he's presenting i want yeah. to play the game again so yeah i played a few hours again last night and eh, I'm, I'm still not quite there on the level of I, I still don't understand how anyone can forgive the controls on that game, to be honest. And how a game can be 10 out of 10 with the controls like that, never, ever will I know. But, oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm honestly baffled about that. It just, when there are games that get slated for less and get lower scores, it, it baffles me. You can explain it away by going, yeah, but the story, which, you know, great, sure. We shall see. It'll be an ongoing adventure. I want to like it, but it, it's, as I said, it does just baffle the hell out of me at times as to how it's quite so revered. There we go. That's me. That's just me, personally. If you Fair love enough, it, I, yeah. I haven't played it either, so... Yeah, if you love it, grand to you. Yeah, but I don't see it at the minute still. But yeah, that's me. Very short list this week. Sweet. Okay, well, that's pretty good. Um, well, that comes around to me. I think um, I'll probably start with the most obvious one, uh, obviously, because I wasn't here last Fire week as well. Firefighter Simulator. <laughs> um, I, uh, oh, did I, um, actually, when I last was on here, did I talk about, um, no, I did. I did mention Outlast and Firewatch, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, Resi 7 in my case. Um yeah, I've completed that once, um, and only once so far. I've been doing other stuff, so I haven't really had... Um, as Gary said, I've been um, pretty much waiting for some of the, the all the DLC to come out first, because it feels more like a complete package that way. I think some of it should have been in there, but never mind. Yeah, I mean, wow, I mean, it's still, you know, uh, still a lot of things flying around my head, to be honest, with that game. I, I really did enjoy it. I think it's... Um, I definitely think it's a great Resident Evil game. I know the first-person... Uh, viewers put a lot of people off and that's pretty much been you know oh, this first person who's not resident evil you know my my mates are like that they're just like they, they hate this game even though they haven't played it and got no right to hate it so but i yes, give up yeah, I, yeah i've seen that and then i've seen those same people have said that mm. being the same ones that liked resident evil 6 and it's just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that's more far removed from resident evil than 
seven is by a mile in easily in yeah and it was a bad game objectively anyway it wasn't a great game anyway i know well they they don't their opinion doesn't count um sorry exactly so, sorry yeah, <laughs> most of the time you see those comments like especially metacritic uh, yeah. it's clearly by people who haven't played the game because if they had they'd see how much it's oh yeah yeah but i mean for some of the review scores and they're just atrocious but they're just they're just jumping on the hate bandwagon they haven't touched it at all it's like oh what's the latest thing to hate resi 7 okay we'll just go and give a crap review of it but yeah i digress um it feels like a resident evil game to me honestly i mean when i was coming back like you know, obviously i'd save the game come back to it the next day before you know before i go to bed and that come back the next day and i get that as soon as i loaded it up and it loaded up in the save room i just got that feeling i have with every yeah. single resident evil game and more importantly the classic game it's like okay okay how's my ammo how's my health what have i got to do right okay it's just that quintessential resident evil feeling was there it's like oh my god i actually sat there and for a couple of seconds i thought i haven't had this feeling in a decade or more seriously wow it felt so good to have that you know playing a new game that felt like a classic resident evil game because as much as you know i enjoy four and five you know for what they are but they're not you know they're pretty much i think pretty much most people can agree they're not resident evil as the classic games right. are. they're different they're different they play they're, they're closer to the films than they are the games yeah exactly i mean four four was four was probably more closer to it than five was i'd say i mean there were certain parts of four because i played that again on the weekend around my mate's house to get achievements for him and stuff so um it, I went through a bit of that, and it, you know, there's some parts which you know, like village at night and stuff are cool. But anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that's that's one of the good things about Resident Evil Seven is that it did feel like that. And obviously, you know, the first person view mode didn't bother me at all. I mean, it, you know, I mean, it's you know, obviously you had the the, the um, pre-rendered backgrounds of the old games and stuff, but the more recent games, you know, you've been over the shoulder when you're aiming. Even though you can still see your character, it's still zoomed in quite far. So it's like it was almost there as first person when you were aiming a lot time uh, even though it strictly wasn't first person it still felt like well it's only a couple more inches and you wouldn't be able to see him anyway so i think it just didn't bother me that much it's, it didn't really no. bother me and I it's think, yeah sorry just to interject it's, no go ahead I think, I think we were saying last week it's it feels like an evolution of that you know resi trait of having something about the controls or the mechanics of it to offset your uh freedom to give you yeah. that sense of panic and horror and yeah, you know, the original Resident Evil, that was that the controls were tank-like, and yeah, yeah. you were, had that almost nightmarish running away in treacle sort of thing. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, could see like, around the next corner. <laughs> yeah, which is like that's perfectly dreamlike, and this is yeah, yeah. Not, not seeing around the corner because of the camera angle thing is naturally moved on to now, where you've got a decent movement, you can move fairly freely, but you know you have blind spots and you have to rely on your hearing. Fun for me because I have an, I'm half deaf, so I, I can never quite tell where sounds coming from anyway. So, All so, right. so yeah, the amount of times I ran into a room and it's like and turn around and went fuck 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 wrote the wrong way. I go. actually know that about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, half deaf. Oh right. Okay. There you go. So, yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I lost my train of thought now. Oh yeah, Resident Seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just yeah. so many things. I mean, yeah, I mean, actually, I know this is kind of unrelated to what I was saying before, but I think I, I mentioned this now. I think that the one thing that did disappoint me is the thing that um, I kind of prepared myself because I knew I read some spoilers and I prepared myself for it, so it didn't bother me too much. But it's the the variety of the enemies is probably some of the worst in the Resident Evil series to date. There were nowhere near enough different enemies them you got the jet you obviously you've got the three bakers two of them one of them who you don't actually fight which is lucas 
You've got Jack and Marguerite, who were just frigging awesome. I'll probably get to them in a bit. And you've got the Molded, who were actually kind of cool. I mean, they did look pretty sick and creepy. And they did actually give me a few jumps now and then when they're coming. You know, you turn around and they're suddenly lumbering at you down the corridor, in the basement area especially, in the house. Um, I mean, that was cool, but there just wasn't enough of them. I think there was three, four, you had the standard one, the one with the claw, the uh, ones that walk on all fours and the fat one. So that's four. Um, if you think about, I mean, that may seem like a lot different types, but they're not really, they don't look, they're not. Yeah, visually like they're got, the same. Yeah, it's, it's just like the fact, if you look at the other games, you have like lickers, you had dogs, you had hunters, you had spiders, you had crows, grasshoppers, you had all these different things. And it's just, I think. I just think that was a bit of a letdown. I think they could have done a lot more there. Even if it was just moulded, they could have had a dog moulded. They could have, you know, creatures yeah. infected with the mould, for yeah. example. In fairness, just saying this, and obviously not spoiling anything here, but what you find out later in the game, it kind of makes sense that they all have a uniformity, you know, in terms of... Yeah, it does. Style. Yeah, it does make- it's like, so at least there is a reason for it. It's not just that yes. oh, they're lazy. It's like... Yeah, they had a, a thought process in mind. For yeah, it. yeah, it does. It do, yeah, it, it, within the context of the story, it does make sense. And yeah, and to be honest with you, I didn't actually mind it too much in the end. I was like, oh, okay, that's how it is. That's fair enough because it still it just had that the atmosphere and the tension was there all the time. It, I mm. think what I'm saying is, I think what it is I'm trying to say is in the next one, it would be nice if we could see a couple more because I mean, Resi Five brought back the liquors, for example. You know, I mean, Resident. Yeah. Revelations had the hunters in them, and it would be nice to um, if he could see something like that. But you know, um, it, it, well, I think it works for Resi Seven all the same. Even though, you know, if we had like dogs and all hunters or whatever, it wouldn't make sense in the context of the story, maybe. But you know, yeah. so, so it probably was better that they weren't there. But I just, I think, just as a Resi fan, because I like the designs of the creatures so much and everything. But yeah, it does. You know, as the story goes, you know, that's fair enough. And I mean, Jack and Marguerite. I mean, wow. I mean, Jack is awesome. He's probably one of my favourite villains today in the series i think he's he, i think he's a great character he, he's the voice actor behind him is brilliant he generally is quite creepy even though he does make you laugh he does at the same time he is quite intimidating and some of probably the boss fight with him um i think you know the one i mentioned in there will be um you know bzzz, you know the old yeah. <laughs> chainsaw and everything that that is that is seriously one of the most intense gory boss fights today in resident evil i think i mean that is pretty damn sick in, all, in every sense of a word it is really really cool yeah. and really really intense and i had a good i actually died on that about 10 times believe it or not i just i was doing it completely wrong because there's two attacks with the chainsaw and i was doing yeah. the wrong the one that wasn't actually oh, man. I, even the second time around i never got around to, to got the hang of that chainsaw it's just like, yeah but luckily, I just knew how to keep my distance enough. And... Yeah, I mean, I was correct. To be honest, do you know there's one thing, actually, one thing I keep forgetting to do in that sodding game is block. I keep forgetting you can block yeah. attacks. Seriously. It's because, it, I don't know, as a small complaint, sometimes it just seems a bit daft that you can block. You know, it's. I know it yeah. still does you damage, but the reduction in damage is so high on some things, you think, Really? <laughs> yeah i mean it's not as if you know yeah it's like oh wow i'm you know blocking someone with a chainsaw even though it'd go right through my hand and just saw it off anyway <laughs> yeah i did just yeah. a quick thing again about that chainsaw fight also a very cool nod to clock tower in that fight i found as well in, in terms of uh yeah. yeah oh yeah sorry yeah you're right yeah Yes, there is. Yeah, that was pretty freaking cool. Old Scissor Man. <laughs> it did not occur to me until the second time around. I was going, ah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that, that was, I actually didn't have much problems with that fight. Um, no, I didn't. I, I, both times I've done it, I just did it. It's like, it's, 
I, I kind of figured it was more about attacking him as he attacks you, and your chainsaw will pretty much um, deflect his. And yeah. That's pretty much the whole fight. <laughs> but yeah, it was that. They give it away with the a very subtle clue before you drop down into that area is uh, the hanging corpse having an interaction. Sort of like, oh, I, I see, I see. Yeah, so, so they had that in the demo as well because you yeah. kick it into the molded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah was, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what I got wrong. I was just t- timing is just was just terrible. I think, and I was rushing because it was late. So, um, yeah. yeah. I thought I was supposed to use the corpse. It's like, oh, you can kick him into him and stun him. Don't yeah. do that. That'll get you killed. That <laughs> <laughs> worked for me. I had no problem with really? that. Yeah, just, yeah, cool. it did for me. Yeah, it's it did stun him, and then you, I just went up to him and chainsawed him. Yeah, really? So, uh, no, he, he just walked through it like it was an right. animate really? object. No, I think the thing is, I let him, I let him follow me, and I stepped behind one of the one of the bodies, and he was literally yeah. walking straight at it, and I kicked it at point blank range, so it st- staggered him. And um, the other times I've done it, it didn't. He r- walked it off. I don't think I hit him very well. Yeah. But if you do it when he's right in front of it, trying did to not, get to you, yeah. did yeah. not waste a single bullet on him in that fight. So it was just like, nah. Obviously, there's a reason for these things being around. I'm going to keep skirting around. And yeah, it's cool. Oh yeah, it didn't work for me. I just kneecapped his ass. I use the shotgun in that part I use the chainsaw so it, um, so it you know when you knock him down and you know when to shoot him you know because that certain thing happens and I just got the shotgun at point right range <clears throat> so I don't know why I just wanted to shoot him with it because it was yeah. cool <laughs> I think someone pointed out on a uh, I know a podcast I believe it might have been Jim Sterling um, yeah just saying how the boss fights those two, especially him, Marguerite, very much reminded of Metal Gear. And they do. There's very Metal Gear-esque-ness to the way they're done, you know, in terms of having their own arenas and the way they're set up. It's, yeah, it felt very Kojima-esque in some ways. It's like, I quite like that about it. I haven't thought of that way at all, actually. <laughs> nice. It's, well, it's like, yeah, that's, you know, there's a, especially with the Jack fight, there's a lot like that. I mean, probably not the, the last Jack fight, but, uh, that's more of a resi fight for and through, but it's yeah. Oh right, you're talking about the garage one, the garage one, the you know the chainsaw one, Marguerite yeah. fight, those ones. It's just, they were all very you know Metal Gear esque in their own little ways. And for me, I th- just I know you're probably going to go on to it now, but the the Marguerite fight for me was just I, I love Marguerite as a character. Just, just this woman who clearly is meant to be a, quite a docile, homely woman who's just turned into a, a swearing like a tree oh yeah <laughs> i know Film yeah job it's like my god it's just the stuff she comes out with made me laugh at the same time oh, just, about, yeah. <laughs> at the same time as she became a terrifying thing it's just yeah. like ah brilliant loved it and the boss fight yeah just grotesque in that very dark that source. boss fight my god man yeah, well, you have to, yeah. That fight was definitely the nastiest one. Yeah. I think if if we're gonna retain anything, you know, not say something about a boss fight, it's leaving that one to the imagination. is definitely best. Yeah, yeah. Seeing, <laughs> seeing is believing with that one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I did things in that boss fight I never thought I'd do in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> with a flamethrower too. <laughs> on purpose, I have to say, on purpose. It'll happen just for fun, but when it's specifically designed for me to do that, it's a different yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was really cool. I actually wish you saw more of Marguerite because she's not in it as much as I thought she would be. You know, not like uh, Jack. Very. I mean, technically, she is uh, an entire section. Yeah. Way, 
but it's yeah, it's cool. But the that's the thing about the DLC. One of it's a lot of based around her. A lot of one it is, which is good. Because one of the ones is where you have to escape from a room with her, with her like guarding it and everything. So that's cool. And yeah. um, oh, what I about? Kinda, like, sorry, carry on, Gary. I was gonna say I kind of felt that way about all three of the of the bakers. Quite honestly, I just don't think you had enough of any of them. Um, Lucas, there wasn't enough of. I think Lucas, Luca, the way Lucas was, uh, well, not wrapped up because they didn't wrap up his thing at all. You know, it was like what happened to him kind of thing. You know, so um. That, that that wasn't you know there wasn't really much going on with Luke um you know I, his section was pretty good but you didn't spoilers <laughs> yeah well yeah it, it, people I'm sure people have played that now <laughs> but I'm not going to mention any other spoilers that's the only spoilers um but yeah I think Lucas was a bit of a letdown in some capacity but I like Jack Jack uh, Jack and Marguerite were great definitely yeah, and, yeah like I love Jack as much as everybody else but I just don't think there was enough of him in the game. Um, it's kind of like what's what's another enemy in Resident Evil that was really cool? Nemesis. No, well, let's take like Resident Evil Four for example, where Leon fights that dude with the knife. Um, oh, Krauser. Krauser. yeah, yeah, like he was he's a cool character. I like that character, but he only appears for this short amount of time. It's like, how am I supposed to enjoy him? And I felt the same way with. Yeah, with, with that, like, I think it was, yeah, go oh, sorry. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. I'm just saying, I just felt the same way a little bit with Jack, where he's there, he's really awesome. I love his one-liners that he throws out at you, but it kind of goes away after probably the first two hours of the game. Yeah, I, I, I thought he would have been stalking you, like, in a nemesis capacity kind of thing. You know what I mean in terms of, like, his presence in the game, but he was, I didn't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what, I wasn't quite as bothered by it as you by the sound of it, Gary, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, it would have been nice to see more of him. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I was just, for some reason, I, I maybe I expected him to be in it to the capacity he is. I'm not sure what it was, but I, I want to know. I'd love to see more of him. Definitely. Yeah. I think, I think for me, it was the fact that they, they promoted the game around him so much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they did. I was, yeah. I was expecting more of him. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he would have been. um, I think the part of me is I thought he would have been stalking you around the house a lot more because if you if you just isolate that part where he's stalking you, there isn't really much of it. So I thought that would have. They all had their areas basically. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Jack had um, obviously Jack has free. um, Quite um, there's quite a few times you fight him in a boss fight, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah. and then there's one scene towards the end of the game where he shows up, and I'm just like. The scene makes no sense to me. I don't know why it's there, but okay. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, we won't spoil that part, but yeah. I but think I liked it more without, than it was. Yeah, well, sorry. Yeah, without spoiling it, I would say it's just it was a way of explaining something away without you wouldn't be able to do it otherwise. I think if you're yeah. going to have it, and yeah, uh, it's iffy. You're trying to, and again, this is why some of the DLC stuff, as they've meant, you know, people have mentioned, oh, it should have been in the game. But uh, and we said last week, I think it couldn't be because of the way they wanted to tell the story. You know, it's like having it after the games come out means that they can add that and go, well, here's a bit more about why that happened, because now you know more about that character. This makes more sense. It's like, so yeah, that's well, it, for that reason alone, at least. Yeah, well, what, the one, like I said, one of the um, the one of the um, biggest things that I'm looking forward to is that one of the DLCs. And this isn't a spoiler. This is official information. You know, it's come out. It's a very good. Um, one of the chapters is going to be showing what the bakers were like before everything happened. Mm. 
So that that's that's you know before the events of Resident Evil Seven when they're trying to kill you, they're gonna you're, they, there's going to be some insight into their lives before all that happened, and I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and yeah, knowing all that we know, it is kind of fascinating to f- see all this stuff. And yeah, that's the DLC I'm looking forward to the most out of all the ones. Oh yeah, but that, that one we're definitely not talking about. Cause what, uh, what? Oh yeah, the free yeah. one, not a hero. Yeah, that's that that's yeah. There's no way we're talking about that because it's 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 spaced around something that has got everyone talking. And yeah, in you know, all I can say is play Resident Evil Seven and complete the game, and you know, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> But um, so back to the things. What what did you guys think of the puzzles? I mean, I think they were. I weren't really stumped on many of them, but I think in term when you compare them to Resident Evil Four, Five, and Six, they were they. You know, I think I was just glad that they were there because yeah. there has been nothing like that. I mean, those games, even Resident Evil Four, was you know it was literally pick this up, put it in there kind of thing. There was hardly anything, you know. And then Five and Six was just was just nothing at all you know literally it was just so linear and laid out this this had this had the backtracking the exam examining items in your inventory and stuff it just like i said it was just classic that like classic yeah. resident evil i thought that was great yeah classic but streamlined to you know it's casualization of the game but in yeah the right it's way, like in the right way. classic light <laughs> yeah, it's like it's showing yeah. new people and old the, the right thing uh, of what resident yeah. evil can be yeah and if people are on board with it now uh, in this game, it means they can push further towards the more com- complex stuff in a sequel. So yeah, uh, that, it's a good, it's a very clever, everything about Resident Evil seven does have a feel of, we didn't want to push too far with certain aspects, the mechanics of the game and maybe the story yeah. aspects because we need to be able to ramp it up. And that's fair enough. I think, and I think they will and do a, a damn good job of it, but uh, we shall see in time, I'd imagine, but yeah, for now, I think it's the right balance of you know mm. for new new fans and old. And yeah. Apart from people who won't play it and just will because it's first person will just scream on Metacritic. Yeah, because apparently it's an Outlast clone, which is just bullshit. Sorry, because Outlast, I completed not, out, yeah, Outlast. Yeah. Outlast. You do not fight in Outlast, and you do in Resident Evil one. But yeah. apart from that, it's totally different anyway. So yeah. the only thing it's got in common is first person. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're going to put that, then it's Amnesia's closer than Outlast. So, what you're saying is uh, the new Resident Evil is kind of like Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank God. I mean, they're both both first person, you know. No, thank me, it's nothing like. Um, no, it's there's no. Which is, like, which is irony of ironies, considering that Capcom did start turning it into Call of Duty. Yeah. You know, about yeah, it did. Evil yeah. Yeah, no, for reference, Ben, Resident Evil 6 is in five, to some extent I know, five, but I'm just definitely... joking about the fact that you said that it's like Outlast because it's first person. Then it must oh, be like yeah. Call of Duty because that's also first person. Yeah. And it's also <laughs> to show that I'm paying attention, kind of. Oh, right, yeah, sorry, dude. <laughs> you should try it out, Ben. You might like it. Anyway, back to the scheduled podcast. Back to Dokken Battle for me. I mean, paying attention. All right. Um... Well, sorry, but yeah, before we wrap up, on um, Gary, you were, I wanted to touch on something that you mentioned about things that you didn't, you had obviously issues with the game, as I'm sure anyone does. Well, I wonder what you, um, if you could touch on that. Yeah, uh, well, the first thing is, uh, I guess it was more like a, like a little gripe for me is um, why I can only hold 30 handgun bullets maximum, um, whereas I can hold all the other ammo, like, much higher than that, like... It was very frustrating to only have 30 bullets maximum for your handgun. 
Oh, um, yeah. It yeah, takes yeah. up another slot. I'm like, why can't I have 99 like I did all the other time? Yeah, like, you could you could use to hold a hell of, a hell of a lot in one slot in the other games. That's very true. You would yeah, hold uh, get a whole bunch of the the fuel for your flamethrower. That just goes up and up and up and up. Yeah. And another gun later on, even the shotgun shells just keep going up and up and up. But yeah, the handgun is stuck at thirty. Um, really annoyed by that. Yeah, I suppose it's design an, choice there. Yeah, I suppose it's sort of an uh, kind of an artificial way to like um, increase like the man- inventory management aspect, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. just give you. I mean, because second time round, you do seem to find more bullets you know, if you play it again on the same difficulty, and you have more gun power and stuff like that. And it's uh, and yet everything sort of ramps up a little bit. I find so yeah. it's like you end up using more of those bullets anyway, but. Yeah, still with those restrictions in place, it means you never go too crazy. Yeah, so it gives you enough to be a cocky, thinking, "Oh, I know all this. I've done all this already," and it'll throw the old curveball here and there. And having the ammo restricted like that, I think, just keeps you in check somewhat, uh, knowing that you aren't invincible just because you know shit the second time round. Yeah, yeah, and, and I get that, and I would have been fine with that if it was done with all the other weapons too. But it's like specific to the handgun only. Yeah, like I said it's it's more about design in, of the game rather than being realistic if you know what i mean in that sense yeah i mean let's be honest you couldn't carry all that shit in the first place so <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that's it's true it's true um some of the other problems uh, obviously we already talked about the enemy variety um uh the molded were cool enemies but they needed to go away a lot sooner than later and they never went away that really pissed <laughs> that was funny i needed to go away <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's pretty much just the one enemy really that that's all the game really has outside of of, of the bakers yeah. who are technically you know bosses it's the one enemy sure they move differently there's a different version of them but they all act kind of the same way um really disliked them they re- really reminded me of the enemies in the first resident evil revelations Mm. Like yeah, but a lot of people say that the ooze. Yeah, yeah. Which, which didn't bother me that much, to be honest, because I like them. <laughs> I think the thing that bothered me about the ooze is the fact they were meant to be zombies. The original version of that game meant to have zombies in it, and you can tell that they were the way they move and stuff. It's like they just swapped the design over and kept the movements. So that's probably what bothered me most about that because it would have been great to have zombies in that game because it was so, you know, the ship part especially was brilliant. With, they, you know, did, they did um ship zombies in Gaiden, I think, didn't they? Yeah, Ga- yeah, Gaiden. Oh, yeah, they did have zombies now, obviously, but you know, Gaiden is Gaiden. <laughs> Gaiden is yeah. Gaiden. It's not yeah. Game Boy Color, man. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was not the worst looking Resi ever. <laughs> well, no, no. Um, no, I'd rather play Gaiden. It's still better than Oper- Operation Raccoon City. Or Umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> umbrella. <Corps. laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so, so the, the enemy variety really would have loved more of it. Um, I think because the way the game was created, I don't think they could have really done faster enemies like dogs or hunters or even lickers for that fact because I think the way the game plays is very slow-paced and I think yeah, it would have really slow. unbalanced yeah. it. It would have put the balance completely off. Yeah, and you'd have to have more weaponry, and then it would turn more actiony, and it's just like yeah, and you probably have to have yeah. I mean, I don't think Ethan would be able to cope with things like hunters and stuff, whereas Chris would just uppercut them. He'd <laughs> <laughs> find a boulder to push into them. Yeah, <laughs> and quite honestly, for me personally, I think uh, this game should have been a side game to Resident Evil rather than a core game. 
Nah, oh, I disagree there. But yeah. I, I know <laughs> Gary and <laughs> Gary and Neil disagree. <laughs> oh my god! I just felt that I just felt that there wasn't enough core story in the game to really connect to the rest of the Resident Evil titles up until pretty much the end, uh, the last know, chapter of the game. I guess I know what you mean by that. I do know what you mean, but I think. Mm, it's it's difficult. I know exactly what you mean there, Gary. I could have seen that being Revelations 3 quite easily. But at the same time, I think it's... Oh, I'm trying to find a way to word this. I think they really needed to establish... If they're going to establish a new direction for the series, like, you know, obviously it was a big step going to first person, yeah, yeah. sort of bringing it back to that kind of thing. I think it needed to be a core entry because I just... Oh, yeah, no, I totally understand yeah. why it's a core entry. Yeah, I don't... I just, it kind I, of feels I, like, for me, it's like the Resident Evil 3 nemesis and Code Veronica... Yeah, oh, right. yeah. Code should have been Resident Evil 3. Right. Yeah. And, and Nemesis Re- should have been some type of yeah. There's not enough story in 3 compared to what there is in Code Veronica. No, I know yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I do know I know what you mean, yeah. I, I just um hopefully hopefully what they do from here is um they keep this. I mean, that's a question as well. What would you you know, I I I'd like them to continue this direction absolutely 100%. I'm fine with first person too. However, I'd like them to probably um It'd be nice if it could be more of, a, like you say, more of core in terms of the, like the story and link and, and all that kind of stuff. I would, re- I would definitely like to see, an, an um, maybe a, a playable character who's, um, you know, who, who's, who's been in the series before. Because obviously Ethan hasn't; he's a newcomer, so but tofu. still, tofu, yeah, but still not making it like you know all action, Chris Redfield, Boulder punching and stuff like that. But um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I know, what, I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. So um yeah, yeah and, and the one last thing um, I feel like story wise I think you miss out a lot of the story if you don't read the files and the newspaper clippings that you find throughout the game um like yeah. if you don't pick up and read a lot of the files towards the end of the game you're probably still going to be really confused about what the hell the molded are and how they came to be you pretty much have to connect dots that way um, oh yeah definitely and that's what I oh that's what I like. I'm glad that I'm, that's what I liked about it. It's why it took me ten hours because I, I like I do with every Resident Evil game. I did search everywhere. I, I think I missed like two or three files in the end. I was a bit disappointed at that because I I searched everywhere. I missed, I missed one. Oh, one I'm freaking really? file! And I know I was I was like really one file. And you know <laughs> when you get to the one, it's gonna drive you insane because yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I did, I read as much as I could, and I saw all the little Easter egg stuff, so I, I did really enjoy this. But yeah, if you did, that's the thing. You hear about these people who are completing it in five or six hours. It's like you know, on their first playthrough. It's like, did you even? Oh god, well, how long did it take you first, Neil? Before I slate that. <laughs> I think I pissed Neil off. He left. Yeah, I am here. Sorry, yeah, just. <laughs> We've got to unmute the mic there. <laughs> oh, sorry. How long did it take you first? Um, um, just over nine hours, I think Oh, it was. good. Okay, because I was going to slate. Uh, if it took you six hours, I was just about to slate that. And it was like, oh, it took me six hours. <laughs> um, no, because, you know, I've read about people taking like five or six hours first time through. It was like, did you bother examining everything? You must have rushed through that because I'm sorry, there's no way that you these people could have. There's no way they could have enjoyed the game fully by playing it completing it in five or six hours first time through because there's so much to see and it's like they couldn't have seen everything it's like if if you don't see like gary said if you don't read all those files and take all the extra story parts and you're not getting the full experience at all you really mm-hmm. are so um 
I'm glad, you know, I'm glad that I did take that time. And that's why it did take me about 10 hours because I, I wanted to try and search everywhere. So, um, yeah. but yeah, um, that's something else I, I always do. I searched every day. I walked slowly. I never, I pretty much never sprinted in that game outside of the, like the big areas, like where the trailer is, the only place I sprinted. But yeah, like you just walk around, you examine all the small details. There's so many amazing details in that game that people probably don't even notice because, oh, we just go through see how long the game and yeah. post a stupid-ass video about how short the game is. For you know, I, I say there's a lot of games that have that, where you see a lot of people complain about this, that, and the other depth and that online, and yet they won't look deeper. It's like, whenever I heard that argument about Grand Theft Auto V, about, oh, it doesn't, you know, it's so empty, it's like, have you actually spent any time in the game world beyond the missions? Because, Christ, there's so much depth and detail, so it's ridiculous. It's like... You, if a game's well made and the details there, you're just rushing past it. You're never going to see anything. It's just that you're denying yourself part of the point of playing a video game is getting involved in that game's world. And so, you know, if, if you're going to play games like that, then you know, where you just want to be doing the stuff, then there, there are games for that. You know, but yeah, you know, where you got big worlds and games that are constructed, especially in a Resident Evil game like this, where it's evoking that classic Resi of Every nook and cranny could hide a secret. It's you want to be looking around. So like no matter how scared shitless you might be about what's around the next corner, you want to go and look because you're curious. And I think that's where Resident Seven gets a good balance for me. Mm. Is that it can be intimidating to go places, but at the same time you're compelled to go on because you want to know more. And it's like and there's horror games like it, you know that even you can say it may ape certain more modern horrors, but it does that better than those games where there's just the constant stream of, oh, you're being chased, run away, run away. <coughs> Whereas here, it's like, yeah, there's a bit of that, but you also got a reason to escape, a reason to go through and, and find out what's going on here. And Amnesia did it very well and, you know, was the forefather of this whole first-person horror thing. And mm-hmm. Resi's taken the best parts of that. And, yeah. and make it its own. Whilst, yeah, the Outlast comparison, I could say, is more in terms of the violence than anything else. But, uh, yeah, cracking in that regard. I, and I wish people would think about that sometimes when they say, oh, a game doesn't have anything to it, or I, I finish it quickly. It's like, depends how you tackle games. And maybe it's because... Yeah, right. Well, when I go to, again, for a gen, I see those articles. You can beat Resident Evil 7 in four hours. Is it worth $60? It's like... yeah. Because you ran through the game doesn't mean everyone else is going to run through the game. Yeah. yeah. Think of yeah, uh, exactly. back the old Ground Zero. Don't debate. you have to run through the yeah, game yeah. for a trophy, though? Yeah, but that's like several times in. Yeah, you know, that's like, so yeah fact, there's a trophy. I'm not saying right there's away, there's a... but, you know, you will oh, do yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, that's a speed run trophy. Yeah. Uh, that's four hours or less, yeah. I think. Yeah. No, but people... You can do it, yeah. yeah. There's just... people who have done it. Apparently, the world record is like an hour and 30 <laughs> minutes, which is ridiculous. That's his, that's It takes me longer to play Resident Evil 2. I mean... <laughs> That's crazy. So, but there we go. And yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it reminds me of that with Ground Zeroes, where oh, you can complete it in twenty minutes, and it's like, well, that's fine. I played for forty hours, so yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how long it takes the first time; it's replayability in that case. And again, yeah. that with Resi, it's like you play it multiple times as well. So it's there's plenty to it if you if you go looking. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking to. I'm. I'm very much looking forward to diving back in there again uh, at some point soon. When, like I said, probably when that DLC comes out, because I'm been um, sort of transitioning onwards now. I've been playing 
uh, something else well, I can't actually mention it at the moment unfortunately but um, you guys will uh, when, as soon as I can I'll mention it on the here and you'll be able to see it on the site it rhymes with twi- with the typer of tweets <laughs> yes it does <laughs> um, yeah so apart from Resi 7 I've been on well I would I would say Metal Gear Solid HD on the Vita but I actually played literally played 10-20 seconds of that just to save it because the battery Still was running out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so yeah i but i do need to get back into that anyway um um no i think that's about it actually i finally installed alien isolation on my ps4 i'm looking forward to playing that um that's probably resi 7 again got me in right, the- i'll tell you what resi 7 if you have any complaints about the uh time it takes on that and how quickly it ends it's like alien isolation will make you realize that that's a mistake to ever think that because it's a game that is wonderful yeah, ten hours, and then it's like it lasts another five hours, and it's like, can we really? just, yeah, can we stop now? It's like we've gone too far, and it also goes to the uh, thing of too many enemies. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm one hundred percent there with you, Neil. My and, God. and I and saying this, I love Alien, Alien Isolation. It's one of my favorite games of the generation still. But uh-huh. but it, 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 the last few hours, I could cut off it, that game. You can spoil it at this point. The game's been out for all. Yeah, it's like basically you start getting more weapons and more aliens come at you and the face huggers and other things. And it's like, oh, right. it turns into after hours and hours of being creepy, creepy, it turns into, yeah, let's go fucking numb on these fuckers. And it's yeah, like, like you have the alien that stalks you for like half of the game and it's super intense. And it's like your nemesis. Yeah. And then you, you pretty much find a way to beat the alien halfway through the game. And then out of nowhere, there's like three aliens coming at you. that you have to hide from now. There's robots shooting at you and chasing you down. It's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Completely. All right, okay. So, yes, but that said, it does the whole tense horror thing very, very well at the beginning. I think you would like it more than Outlast, and probably in that regard at least. And, yeah, the okay. alien, for me, I think, you know, as a creature, I've always found that a fascinating and terrifying creature. So it's just one of the best sort of villains to have chasing you around because you know it's not doing it for any other reason than it doesn't like you and it wants to eat you (laughs) that and pretty much if it sees you you're dead like they give you the idea that you can run away and hide from it you can't it's going to catch you less than a second yeah one day (laughs) one day okay (laughs) (laughs) you're not going to get away you go oh shit it sees me it's so far away i'm going to run and hide somewhere nope out of nowhere, here comes the tail, and you're dead. <laughs> oh, okay. I had no idea that you get weapons in the game and stuff, so that's kind of a nice um, surprise. I had no idea. I thought it was literally like, it's like a, Yeah, It's like a risk-reward system, because if you use them, it creates noise. Yeah. And can attract the alien to you. So, But you can use that to your advantage against other, other enemies that have weapons by making them make noise. And it's just it's a nice little dynamic that goes on. So it's just a shame that it changes so badly, and it... It's you know there are hallmarks of what Resi Seven ends up doing you know but in a very different way and it shows you how wrong it can go, yeah. doing, you know just ramping the pace up and I think you can do a game of being methodical and because you know Resi Seven is very intense it doesn't need to really ramp up the, the action necessarily it's just yeah. it has its little moments and gets on with it and I think that's where Alien Isolation worked very well it just. Yeah. After that, they just sort of abandon it and, yeah, feels cheap, I think, in that sense. Oh, fair enough. 
Uh, oh, yeah, there was one more game I have to mention that I've been playing. This was Random Mate Sales. So last night, Saturday night to 1 a.m., we were playing Saturn Bomberman. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which I sucked at. Everyone won a game apart from me. I blew myself up quite a few times as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, but that was that was awesome, though. I really enjoyed that. It's so much um, fun to go back to old games like that. It is. It's great. It more. Yeah, it's great. I'd love to get some, like, um, I, the thing is, no one, uh, you know, you get someone who's probably about 14 or 15 seeing something like that, and they think, oh, what the hell is this shit, you know? And it's like, you can't, they wouldn't be able to appreciate something like that. Yeah, that's why I got, that's why I got my son on all sorts, new and old. It's the yeah, best. exactly. That's same with my niece. My niece, yeah, like I said, my niece is addicted to Shenmue. She loves it. Yeah. Like my, my son plays Mega Man and uh, as well alongside newer stuff. He's like currently trying to play Ratchet and Clank, but she's like, you ever d- don't want to be a backseat driver in, in your life in terms of games. It's, it's the worst thing a five year old on a game that's any more complex than a platformer. Yeah. You're just there, you know, trying to bite your tongue and not and be encouraging rather than uh, sort of, but when you've said, You've got to press L2 to aim for the 900th time. It does kind of start to make you want to kill someone. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh, especially when he's saying, okay, and he still doesn't do it. And then he dies for the 900th time. And you're like, okay. It's like, I should probably just, if I leave you to it, it's fine. Because you forget that as a kid, you probably did the same. And you, know, you died so many times on games. And it didn't matter in a way because you just carried on, carried on. But it's so, like, yeah, yeah you, you think you think Dark Souls and Bloodborne is hard? You haven't seen hard. Yeah, you haven't <laughs> played King Chameleon, man. <laughs> well, when you lose at the end, you got to start the game all the way from the beginning. <laughs> that, that that's hard. Blimey! <laughs> Play some Castlevania and Ghosts and Goblins. That's, that's it. Yeah. that's the mad thing though. He likes stuff like Mega Man, which is like ridiculously hard, but he keeps playing it because he just, he likes the idea of that and the way he does stuff and. I mean, it's like, he's mad on Pokemon, but he doesn't play the games. He just likes cartoons. It's like, I'm going to yeah. go with Sonic 3 and Carnival Night Zone with that <laughs> stupid little twirly pillar thing that don't, that game never tells you what you're supposed to do with it. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> now, that is Nightmare Fuel. Oh, Nightmare Fuel, indeed. Oh, gross. Or even that last mission of Killzone 2, actually, in more recent memory. Just, I fucking hated that. <laughs> I fucking hated that. I spent a good day on that mission. I just got more and more wound up by it, and it's just like I've never liked the series since. To be honest, <laughs> just. So. Speaking Which, of which, yeah, I'm going to some Power Stone tomorrow. Uh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, Gary, you're awesome, man. You play with these <laughs> old consoles still. It's great. <laughs> the Dreamcast is still one of my favorite consoles of all time. I don't Thank care what anyone says. It was amazing. Thank yeah. Console was brilliant. That was a gamer's console right there. It didn't yeah. need to do anything but make games awesome. I think I can to... still play a game like Power Stone. My friends mm-hmm. come over, the four of us just go to town and still have a blast. Yeah. It's saying something. You know, a lot of games lose that touch. And Power Stone, I have no idea how Capcom to this day can't realize the money they could make on Power Stone. Well, it That's... took them how many years to make Resident Evil back to normal? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we'll have a couple of decades, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah, they'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> Power Stone is, it was just so much fun. So oh. much goddamn fun with people. I agree. Yeah. 
Um, that's about it, actually. That's what I've been playing. <laughs> yeah. So that's a good end point. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, it'd be good to, yeah, like I said, bring on the Resi 7 DLC. And um, hopefully next time I'll be able to talk about that other thing I've been playing. Um, yeah. While actually, you're there, actually, Mike, sorry, just because yeah. uh, we never know, you could disappear to your stripping next week. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what, are you, what are you looking forward to this year in terms of games? Um, now that Resi is out and done. Yeah, that's a good, uh, nothing. Uh, no, not really. Um, <laughs> I'm definitely, oh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Definitely, that looks awesome. Uh, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, yeah, that may be a bit predictable, but, you know, I love Uncharted. Yeah. Um, yeah, those two especially. Um, Tekken 7, finally got a release date as well. A lot later than I thought it would be. but um, I can't wait to fight you on that, Mike. <laughs> yeah, me, yes, yeah, me too. Um, that, that, we totally got to do it. I still yeah, oh, can't wait to see what VR Tekken 7 is going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's probably more, um, Neil, but I can't really, re- I can't really think at the moment because a lot of the games, like some of those games don't have release dates, you know, we're not sure like God of War, Detroit, Days Gone, I mean, they may or may not be out this year, probably not, but, um, yeah, yeah, but, the, but in terms of for Tekken 7, um, Tekken 7 Horizon and, um, Uncharted The Lost Legacy, definitely, and probably Ghost Recon, that looks good as well, what you guys just said about it kind of fueled me a bit as well. Um, yeah. I think with friends that game could be very yeah. very good. Yeah. Um, Outlast two I think is out this year as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, add that to the list. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, those I'd say for now. Yeah. I've no doubt forgotten something, but. You know, what, just quickly mentioning that about Horizon, I saw videos of it this week from the whole uh, event that they had with the games. I don't know. To me, it's, it looks a bit dull. It's like, oh really? Yeah, just it's. A lot of yapping, and it's like, yeah, okay. It's like, you know, a bit more dinosaur robot things would be nice here. And it's like, eh. I don't know. I, I had this, though, with games, I think, just before they come yeah. out. Just, I get this sort of pre-regret where, like, yeah, I don't know if I'll actually like this now. It's like, <laughs> so I had it with Resident 7 as well. Just, I thought, oh, I don't want to hear more about it. Cause I don't yeah, know. I did, actually, as well, I admit. Oh, um, speaking of yapping, Mass Effect Andromeda as well. Even though it doesn't, it doesn't hasn't impressed me as much as I really. <laughs> it looks bad. Of... No, but curious, very curious. I yeah. want it just for the multiplayer. Is that weird? <laughs> no, not at all. I like no, Mass I'd Effect Three. Like I like Freeze. Was yeah, Freeze was good. I enjoyed that. Played that quite a lot with my mate. It was um, pretty cool. Because yeah. I'm sorry, but Bioware's just got into the same kind of storyline for the last few games. Like yeah, any of you fancies a shack, and that's it. In olden times, I know it sounds like the most generic story, but it's always sort of like, oh, this evil force that that we've beaten before has risen again. You must find a group of people to work together to beat said force. Well, I know yeah. that's a lot of generic story, but by West, it seems more pure. If you understand what I mean? I know yeah. stories long used. <laughs> What's that? When a game mentions a dead ancient alien race, you know that's going to be the main villain of the game. Yeah. Yep. Just all wait for it to happen. Yeah. But with Bioware, yeah. it feels too purified to it, if you understand what I mean. A lot of games use that same storyline, but Bioware seems to use that storyline. They used it with a Sonic game. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh this evil was a force army force you should go around the world and gather armies together to beat him a lot of fantasy RPGs use that but with Bioware 
the fact they use it with fantasy and then they use it with sci-fi and then they use it with Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they definitely have a wheelhouse they like to stay in, yeah. let's be honest. Which is fair enough, you know. They do indeedy. Um, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I've been playing Battlefield 1 as well again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, so the poor man's Titanfall too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> um. Yeah. So um. Okay. I think that's uh, about wraps up this week, doesn't it, chaps? Well. Yeah. Shout out. So. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Apart from that. Oh, yeah. Apart yeah. from that. Yeah. So um. Okay. I'm um, obviously I haven't hosted for a while, so um. We just go around again. Come around to me, last Ben. Um. How can people contact you and any shout outs? Uh, you can contact me at chili underscore UK or Ben dot Hall at PSU dot com. Uh, shout out to Klaus at Phoenix Dam Radio dot com. Uh, Final Fantasy podcast I guest host on. Well, a host on now actually. Um, shout out to Google Go Round Radio. Shout out to Samus Rageborn, aka aka your girlfriend's favorite streamer. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Limit Break Radio, aka Final Encounter Cast, which is uh, the same sort of group. Um, been watching you guys a lot on Twitch recently, so I want to give you guys a shout out and a shout out to anyone on Twitter who's following. Uh, thank you all for listening to the podcast. Uh, can I just add one thing? Yeah. Um, we have been going up in down uh, hits recently. We've reached twenty six thousand hits in January, so I've decided if we can reach thirty thousand this month, or at least any month, if either this month or next month, or whenever, if we can reach thirty thousand. I will give away a PSN card worth around £25 or equivalent in dollars slash euros slash whatever currency you will be using. So if we can reach that, I'll do a giveaway if we can reach 30000 in this month. Yeah, so sooner rather than later before uh, Ben has to buy a $600 card. <laughs> this is the exchange rate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless exchange rates do change, then of course, then you can just get $25. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if it's that. that bad, then you're just going to get a chocolate bar. I'll send it over. <laughs> It'll be equivalent to $25. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if we reach 30000 we're at 26000 last month, up from 23000 So, it's not. I'd say so 4000 extra is not... Yeah, no, so. it's not too much. I, You know, it's definitely doable, I think, yeah. with your help, guys. <laughs> so, spread definitely. the word, please. And you could please win monies. Do. Cheers for that, Ben. Um, Gary, how can people stalk you and any shout-outs at all? Yes, you see my stalking. <laughs> I could give you my address, but that might cause a lot of problems. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can reach me on Twitter at Gaglawush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Uh, so that's Twitter. Um, that's really all I'm going to give you. That's how you can see me. So. Cool. Shout-outs, uh, just my friends, uh, listeners, continue to listen, and please, once again, give us feedback. Any feedback would be good. Any of it. <laughs> Cheers, Gary. Um, Neil, Mr. Bolt, how about you? Same to you, buddy. Uh, yeah, shout-out to Roman Reigns. You are an inspiration for oh. people. <laughs> you know, in the face of adversity and people hating your fucking guts, you are still incredibly rich and handsome so you know it's a uh, kudos to you um and you can get me on twitter at nesco n-e-double-z-k-o wicked uh that just leaves me um you can contact me at mike.harrodance at psu.com that's all lowercase uh you can add me on psn i always forget to say this it's uh billy underscore cohen 
um, 84. That's Billy underscore Cohen 84, capital B, capital C, as in the Resident Evil character, funnily enough. And, uh, yeah, a few shout-outs to my homeboys. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary, Gary, the retro homie. Um, shout out to um, Bot Alfonso Boxhill, who is our super fan, and he's been contacting us a lot lately. So thanks for that, dude. We really appreciate that. Did you guys read out his email at all last time, or was it sent after the last podcast? It was sent just before it, but we thought Don was going to be on, so we didn't want to. Oh yeah. Well, well, speaking of Don, is a shout out to Don as well, who's going to be guesting on the podcast again very soon, hopefully. So Don, if you do hear this, I will get in touch with you soon, mate. Um, yeah. Well, Alfonso actually writes. Uh, Hope, uh, hope we're all doing well. We are, actually. Thanks, mate. Um, same to you, buddy. Uh, he says, I hope there's going to be a 20th, an- uh, 20th special anniversary special edition of the PS4 Pro. Will that be limited supply? I have not heard of that at all. I've not um, heard of it. No, um, and we obviously, you know, it's the sort of thing that the nature of our work, we'd hear about that. So, and I could be wrong. I mean, I, maybe there's whispers, but no, we, as far as I know, none of us have heard about this. If it's true, I imagine it would be limited supply because the other one was the regular PS4 was limited edition. Wasn't it guys? Yeah. yeah. Very. So yeah. I imagine so. And I imagine it'd be pretty damn pricey. Unless too. But they're yeah, not if doing we hear any proper, lim- it's just a great skin. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I, it's, it's possible. Um, well, we made me dig around about this and try and find out for you fun. So anyway, thanks for contacting us. Anyway, dude, please keep it up. Um, Apart from that, uh, obviously our boss man, Stephen Williamson, and the rest of the PSU crew, and of course our loyal listeners. Thank you very much, guys. And that about wraps up episode 153 of PlayStation Unchained, folks. Uh, we will be back again next week. Uh, I'm not sure who... Uh, ben, are you in a hot chair, hot seat next week for hosting? I'll see what happens, maybe. Okay. We're, either way, we'll be here, so that's the main thing. Um, ben, Gary, Neil, thanks for um, letting me host today. I hope I did okay. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> and um thanks um thanks for joining me on today's podcast we will be back next week and like we said guys please email us if um you've got any questions comments or indeed criticisms we will respond most probably be me but we will definitely respond and see you all again in about a week's time chaps have a good week um oh, i've got to do it it's good night from me and it's good night from him see you later guys and as always yeah. praise lord lava scorpion what he said Ha, ha, ha.